When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Crisco Desert, right after hours, every day they bring the laughs. Crisco Desert, right after hours, it's time for the podcast. What a pleasant surprise. Just had um, a guy from ABC News just show up in the studio. Crisco went to retrieve him like Christmas vacation style. My Thank gosh. you for doing a Cousin Eddie on me. You're so welcome. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I, I, went up, I went down to go get something from our little cafeteria. And uh-huh. as I'm coming back up, I see him. I go, you cannot leave this building yet. And he's like halfway to his car. I'm like, no, no, no. Follow me. Yep. So he drags Gio Benitez uh, into the studio to meet me. And Gio's like, what am I doing here? What's going? What is this? What's going on? Chris goes like, ha ha. You've got to meet my friend. My friend is a huge fan. And I remember I met you before. Remember? At the awards, we have a picture. You made a video for my friend. And then he's like, just stop talking and I will follow you anywhere. Super sad. That's Des talking from the non-VIP area where she didn't get to meet Gio. Um, That's fine. I just chatted with him. I didn't bring him back because I know how Ryan is. He doesn't (laughs) normally like to meet people. But he did like this. That was the best surprise. But I did get a chance to talk to him and shake his hand and say that he was an amazing host at our thing. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I said, you remember my friend Crisco. So that's hilarious. (laughs) Within like 30 seconds, I went one direction and Chris goes like, hey, you remember me, Chris go, right? You're gay and my friend thinks you're hot. He and, wants to meet you. Wait, he's gay too and you guys are both married. You guys are like, you'll be best friends. How did you turn around such a nice thing? All I did was try to care for my friends and you turned it around on me. Now I'm the freaking Uncle Eddie, Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Up there going, hey, get in here. I just got to show you my friend. I'm sorry. It I saw so- an opportunity and I struck. You did. Thank you. It was lovely to have met him i was so caught off guard i'm like oh god it's <laughs> geo well there's <laughs> nobody in this building and i can speak for all of us that looks that good no. so the shock on ryan's face yeah. when the door opened he goes what who is oh my god yeah it was worth all this he's a plaque. he's a stunner in person and wow he's so nice well i've always said i think he's the nicest person on abc news um him and whit johnson I, I think Gio's the nicest guy, and he lives up to it. What yeah. a what a gem of a dude! And then gets to cover Minnesota on Good Morning America today. That was cool. He was live at Target Field, and yeah, he did a great job. What a cool job! Hey, today you're going to be in Minnesota try, uh, trying all the foods at their stadium, and then we're going to send you to another stadium tomorrow to try all the foods there. Yeah, and we'll do that just throughout the summer. That would be a fun job. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, you don't want to have a photo with him. Let me see. Let me see. Because, uh, boy, does he highlight how you gross st- you look. Stop it. <laughs> let me see. I took this. So do you want a photo of Gio Benitez, a man who spends every day in the gym ripped? Mm-hmm. I mean, his his biceps are bursting out of his shirt. I noticed that as well. He's very tiny. Mm-hmm. I gave him a hug. I don't think he wanted a hug. Why are you in his <laughs> you, I just went, You're not a hugger. I, what happened to I you? I just went... Oh my God, Gio, come here! And you like held him. I, I held him, and he was very tiny in <laughs> like my arms. Bed. It was weird. Is that why he was shouting? Abort mission! Abort mission! 
And then you take oh a photo God. with a TV person uh, who's dolled up, gorgeous, yes. ripped, and then I clearly work in radio. Let me see. Come on. It's like, and there it is. No, you look like this. Oh, my God. I no, look like a monster. Look, you looked at, you should have been like a little bit behind him. Yeah. And you maybe should have had your arm out showing your muscle, too, because he... It looks like he is flexing that arm. Hey, like, hey. let me show you his bicep in the photo. Holy, you can even see a vein. The That's... good news is they would never know that he was the celebrity in it. They thought you met Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God, you're on the set of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, look at look that. Nice. Oh, it just yeah. nobody's gonna look good yeah, like yeah. with oh, that. He's beautiful. God. I wanted to ask for a selfie, but then I realized what I look like right now, and I'm like, nope. I nope. I'll, I will so do nothing. So you see it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do, Ryan. I see so, it every day. I probably oh. overstepped, uh, and I'm sure he's dying inside um, in regret. But. You did not overstep. Did you hear? He held him. <laughs> oh, he did. So I don't think I, but I kind of now understand why you don't ever want to meet the people you want. <laughs> you so might be I, awkward and hold them. Yeah, no. Don Shelby's not prepared for you to go. Oh, my God. I listened to you as a young boy. Give him a little kiss on the cheek. <laughs> Did Instead you just of, rock Don Shelby to sleep? I did. Yeah. Instead of saying, I'm such a big fan, you, you say, you're such a big fan of me. Oh, man. Thanks, Des. Oh, God, no, I love I, it. I'm still happy I did it. Yeah. Me no, too. I'm glad, too. That was sweet. <laughs> you could just crop and have just your heads in the picture. But the worst part is when he, he went to, I, I saw this out of the corner of my <laughs> eye. I said, oh, are you enjoying your time here in the Twin Cities? And he's like, oh. You know, I don't I don't get a lot of time here. It's kind of a fly in, fly out, but it's it's been a lot of fun. And he went to do the knocks and I didn't see it. <laughs> so he had knocks up and I completely looked away at someone he, else to ask a question. You left him hanging? So then his knucks just went down. <laughs> oh. Then at the very end, he oh went to God. say, This has been great. Good to meet you. And he went to offer his hand and I didn't fully connect <laughs> with his hand. And so I basically crunched his fingers together and shook him like this. Oh like he's got a claw. <laughs> you know what? Oh my god! Uh, I'm yeah. sweating right now. Yeah, you are. How stupid oh am I? God. I don't regret oh god. bringing him in here. But God, was that funny? <laughs> so I shook his fingers. Oh, oh my god! Did that man just shake my fingers? And I did. Unnucks me. Yeah. <laughs> and then hold me like a baby. I <laughs> patted him on the head. Good, Gio. Why would you ever? You are so not auger. I know. Why was it right when he walked in? You couldn't help but to embrace. <laughs> it's like come to me. The only weird me. part was in. The hug. All you could hear is. <laughs> yeah. He smells so good. He smells rich and hot and from Miami. Oh, oh yeah, this, that was good. This made my whole day. Yeah, I'm so glad for you. <laughs> I did. I I said hi, and he put his hand out, and I shook it, and it was like this weird little wimpy shake, and I didn't know what to do either because I was like, do I just squish his hand? Like I feel like it was awkward. He has a small hand, right? Yeah, real small. What did you guys I do? couldn't fit my hand over his hand. I just clutched his fingers. And here's the deal: I could. <laughs> I have a tiny hand. I literally shook his hand completely perfectly fine. Oh. Shoot, I must have been awkward too. I was like, oh, you know I saw you at the hi, and I never even said my name. And I put my hand out and shook it, and then I walked away. And our coworker, Joe, goes, Well, that's Des. 
I love that everybody pretends that they remember oh him yeah. from that event. Like, he's going to remember any details. We're like, you remember the banquet from like a month ago? Of course. Yeah. Right? right? You know, the one with the I've only been animals. to Ukraine and back, but yeah, I remember that dumb radio event. <laughs> he's like, cool. cool. Yeah, the, the dog story. Got it. Yeah. That's, that's it. But, but I passed him walking out and he goes, your studio is so nice. <laughs> like, huh? He was trying anything to get out. He's like, oh, is anybody feeling faint? Anybody else? Oh, I should get to my car. Oh, God. My super hot husband's calling me. I should go. Yeah. He's yeah. like, you were the nervous, overweight guy reading uh, about a dog, right? <laughs> Sweating and profusely looking left and right. How could I ever forget you? We were going to do an ABC special on you. <laughs> they do exist, was the title of it, but it got rejected. <laughs> He's like, I for sure remember him. The little blonde, I don't know you. I'm sorry. You can forget boy, that guy. Sir, little feller, who are you? My name is Des. Somebody brought their kid to work with that guy. Who the hell can forget that hot mess? Oh, oh. This has been fun. Oh, God. This is why we're in radio. They would never let us do TV. We are too embarrassing. We can't even get on the live shows here. They're like, anybody. Oh. Nope, oh. nobody can do it. Okay, good. Oh, Cool. Wow. So that happened. Yeah, well, it I, did. I don't regret bringing him in here, but I get why you don't want it anymore. Thank and I you. will not do it. <laughs> Thank no you. Never, never also, will he do it with Don Shelby. You totally peed your pants. Yeah. In excitement. You yeah. Had a little dribble on there. So. Yeah, it was fun. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh. that turned so fast. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Oh, boy. All right. Well, um, this I is. I get why Des is your favorite. This is. <laughs> I see it now. It she, she has the patience. And it did take this long, but mark it down. Okay. July 2023. I finally got it. Hey, it's Crisco, and you can get in on the playoff action and win up to 100 times your money in prize picks. As you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason, I have won so much money on prize picks, $100 on football before. I've won $65 on a bet that I made for the NBA. It is so easy to do. I made a killing during March Madness. It is awesome, and it's so easy. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with picks for basketball, hockey, and so much more. And with prize picks, they make it so easy with quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types that make prize picks the number one fantasy sports app. So all you have to do to win like me is download the app today and use code CDW for your first deposit match up to $100. With prize picks, pick more, pick less. It's just that easy. Again, down Download the app today and use code CDW for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And, and I hear karma's finally come for you. You've impacted your own hearing. 
Yeah, so I went and did the. I went. <laughs> this is the best. Oh so I went and took a hearing test, and she, the lady goes, "You crushed it." So I'm like, "Oh yes, this is awesome." And she goes, "So just look at this chart. Do you see how it just goes? Bloop 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 drop." And I went, what? "I thought I nailed it. What did I? What did I do wrong?" She goes, "Oh no, when I said nailed it, like you you can hear." So with that, by the time you're 50, you're going to need hearing aids. What? <laughs> how is that nailing it? it how did is not that, nail that, it that at didn't all. nail anything? I'm 40 next year. So within the next 12 years, it goes, oh, even sooner, possibly. You have a loud voice. Wait. So like, I looked at she goes, I'm not even joking by like 53. And I said, can I stop it? Can I avoid any cost? And she goes, Everything you're doing now, just cut in half. Yeah. And I said, so like, like what? And she goes, what, the volume of your music? Maybe talk softer. Yeah. And yeah, Ugh. nothing. Well, we should have had her come in here to take a peek at our ears because they're probably going to have to give me hearing aids anytime oh, because okay. of you. No, no yeah. BS. No, oh, I have damage yeah? in my right ear and, and that's the same woman. It's it's the same place. And the funniest part is, <laughs> this is the last thing I'll say because it's just so stupid. So I have one ear that's better than the other. Mm-hmm. And it's the ear that I never cover with my headphone. Oh, yeah. How stupid is that? I literally, she goes, I wonder why that ear is so much better than the other one. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because really? I have one covered and I don't have one covered. She goes, because you have it turned up too loud. I yeah. do. And so Uh-oh. I always have to turn it down. She goes, and she goes, thank God for Apple, because they tell you when things get too loud. Mm-hmm. Like when we were at Imagine Dragons, Ryan's Apple watch was going off like, whoa, 110 decibels. Really? Yeah. 110 but oh. we were in the mosh pit. I mean, yeah. in front of the speakers, yeah. I could feel the vibrations in my stomach. Oh my like lord! Boom, 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 boom. Did you have your little earpluggy things oh, in? God, yes. Your little earpluggy things. How do you make it sound so nerdy? Evs. Your little oh. earpluggies. <laughs> your little earpluggies in? Yeah. Huh? Um, I learned one of my friends doesn't call them earplugs. She um. She kept saying, oh, I put my ear puffs in last night so I could sleep at night. First, I didn't ask. I'm like, okay, whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, got my ear puffs in deeper this time. And I'm like, what in the actual H is ear puffs? She's like, you know, the things you put in, they like puff up a little bit. I'm like, earplugs? Yeah. Yeah, ear puffs. I'm like, no, they are earplugs. But they technically do puff they in puff. your ear. So they're ear puffs. Yeah. I, I have the custom fitted um, ear plugs right. that are you know, built around my ear canal. So when I plug those suckers in, it's silent. So you can nice. hear a thing. Nothing. That's awesome. I have two different types. The, the complete silent ones mm-hmm. and then ones where there's a filter. And so you can hear conversation. You can hear what's being said. It just doesn't hurt your ear. Gosh, oh. I just need to get the ones where you can't hear anything for at home. And uh-huh. my kids are bugging. And then I'm like, oh, I can't hear you. Or get the noise canceling <laughs> headphones. It sounded like she said my kids are bugging. Bugging. I know, but you said, listen back to it later on. You're going to be like, oh my God. We're both looking at each other like, oh. Oh, they're bugging. Oh, I had a little right. spit in my mouth. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, people have been asking for the follow-up to uh, Lake Inferior. Now, Des, have you been briefed on how this whole story started? No. All right. So uh, back in the 1600s, Sir Duluth learned of a lake under Lake Superior. Okay. And he uh, referred to it as Lac de Inferior. And so I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's the French Lac de Inferior. They thought Infer Inferior. Yeah. It's actually Hell Lake. Okay. Okay. Imagine a lake underneath Lake Superior. How terrifying is that? Think of how deep that goes. Uh Uh-huh. And there's a story of a man who um, went to explore it, and when he went down, he never came back out. And they don't know whatever happened to him. Okay. Okay. 
And so we're going to jump forward in time now from the uh, 1600s to the 1800s to January 6, 2013. Okay. This is uh, notes from Professor Joseph Morrow, uh, The Scientific Exploration of Lake Inferior. Uh, glad to have a moment to write amidst all of our preparations. An intoxicating spirit of adventure has united this team ever since the cave system was discovered under the North Shore Theater. Cave system. As we determined this past week with several arduous dives, the caves lead to a vast underground lake. This is undoubtedly Sir Duluth's Lac de Infer. Lac de Infer. Infer. <laughs> it's getting fur and her. Yeah. And the same lake which swallowed poor William Bitter in 1870. Bitter had punched through from above. Our cave system represents a side entrance, and we are stunned to have verified what we all considered legends. An initial taxonomy of Lake Inferior includes eyeless cave fish with a pearlescent luster, a species of white crayfish, large pale water bugs, and some colorless worms. The complete lack of pigmentation indicates Lake Inferior must be millions of years old. Whoa. We are diving the freezing waters again today, but this time with McPurdy's specialized air mixes calibrated for the extreme deep. We are determined to get consistent depth readings, which proved elusive yesterday. Most readings fell in the 500-foot range, oh my God. which was deeper than anyone expected. But the data shows an odd shifting of the numbers at the seafloor, possibly a dramatic thermocline. We will find out tomorrow. So here's the dive plan. From the basement of the North Shore Theater, Dr. McPurdy, Dr. Oswald, and myself will spelunk 1,500 feet down through the cave system oh God. below Duluth, Whew. following the lines we installed. We will haul our scuba gear for use in the submerged tunnels. Then we have three air tanks. That's it. Okay. We will suit up and follow our dive lines through the flooded crevices, lava tubes, and the great vertical crack like a drowned cathedral. <laughs> Finally, we will arrive at the chamber of Rose Quartz, opening 100 feet below the surface of Lake Inferior. Exiting the chamber, we will descend the remaining 400 feet to the bottom of this secret oh sea. McPurdy, Oswald, and I exited the chamber into the lake, our helmet lights blazing. The water was clear as gin. A school of spectral cavefish, some as big as salmon, flowed around us like a river. The fauna here are eyeless, but they detect light through their pineal gland. We descended down the wall of rock. Along this great wall's ledges oh. and sheer surfaces, white worms... Oh and white crayfish retreated from our light beams. Fixating on inner space like reverse astronauts, we got to 500 feet deep and never found the bottom. No. Our depth finders were useless. We experienced an increasingly strong downward current, almost a whirlpool effect. The suction tugged at our legs and it became harder to control our buoyancy. It's possible Lake Inferior drains into yet another underground lake beneath it. Oh my God. It is lakes all the way down. <laughs> We were all suffering from the rapture of the deep when McPurdy panicked and went into convulsions. Our strenuous efforts to control him burned a lot of oxygen, and his violence threatened to damage our rebreathers. We had no choice but to let the lake take him. As he was pulled into the black current, we watched his helmet light slowly spiral down. His screaming and ranting got fainter and fainter. His lights shrank to pinpoints, then disappeared altogether. Where was this bottom? It's inconceivable that there is no bottom. Oswald and I took several hours of decompression stops to ascend back to the Crystal Cavern. We were each on our third tanks and air was dangerously low. We began threading through the submerged passages. Oswald got stuck, squeezing through a restriction beneath millions of tons of rock. We had each traversed this tight space before, but this time he got wedged and soon he yielded to the terrors of claustrophobia. I tried freeing him, 
but Silt got kicked up. Visibility went to 0%. Oh, my God. We were both panicking now. I lost my sense of direction, even lost my up and down. I could traverse the wrong passage and never emerge. Somehow, I found the dive line we'd snake through the tunnels and pulled myself from the silt cloud. He cried out, cursing me, but there was nothing I could do. Oh, my God. One of us had to make it out. I swam through the great vertical crack. I glanced back and saw a figure following me. I assumed it was Oswald and that he had freed himself. His lights were out, though, so I went to him. It wasn't Oswald. It was the 150-year-old corpse of William Bitter. You're freaking kidding me. Still clutching his dive knife. My passage through the tunnels had stirred up the currents and brought the perfectly preserved bitter along behind me in his continued exploration of the land of the dead. His antique diving suit lacked its weight shoes and weight belt. Bitter must have cut through the rubberized canvas straps in a desperate attempt to ascend. Freezing water would have rushed into his helmet. His lifeline became a death line. Trying to save himself was an act of madness. Perhaps he'd been exploring the caves when it happened, or perhaps he had died in Lake Inferior's open water and had washed in through the passages. He was free-floating through the cave system, arms outstretched, and a permanent rigor mortis of the anaerobic frozen dead. I saw his face through his helmet's tiny portholes. His skin was as white as the cave fish in the cold. The fats of his epidermis had hardened into corpse wax. My bright lights illuminated the interior of his copper helmet, stimulating eyeless white crayfish that were living in his mouth. Oh, God. Oh, my God. My mind became a flooded cathedral of its own. Hyperventilating, I swam away as fast as I could, but he only followed, pulled along by my wake. No. I'm not sure how I got away from him or if I really did. I carry him with me in the lake inferior of my skull. I am told I surfaced with only six breaths left in my tanks. Do not attempt to recover the bodies. Seal the entrance. Collapse the caves. Nuke them if you have to. Forget this place ever existed. I'm going to try to forget for the rest of my life at the bottom of a bottle of gin, my own private hell lake that is as cold as the devil. I have goosebumps. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is that the last time anybody's tried to go down there? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, I guess closure for the Bitter family, but still. That's <laughs> like, at, least, at least you have that, but still. Oh, I don't know. I think I almost would rather not. I don't know. That's so frightening. And then the freaking, the, the what was mouth. it, crayfish? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, and then I love the one who's like, you son of a, sorry. Now, there are some people who say that this story is completely made up and that it's not true at all. But does it really matter? Is that not the best scary movie? Yes, I you, want them to make it. Why ASAP. don't they make this? This Whoa. is amazing. Imagine that scene in the movie where he's being tailed by something yes. he thinks is the guy he just abandoned, <sighs> mm-hmm. and it's bitter. Yeah. Oh and, my and God. And think of the suit he was wearing in the 1800s. Oh. You know, remember how heavy they were—the copper yes. spun helmets and whatnot. Yep. Yep. Oh, I don't feel good. The idea of a lake under Lake Superior, though. And, and, and then, then more another lakes. One. Holy. And the whirlpool. That is just freaking terrifying. Yeah, and what don't else? go down with groups because it sounds like they're just going to let you go. A lot of them. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. See, whirlpool. I've always thought there's kind of like a weird energy in the Duluth area. Mm-hmm. It's Hell Lake. Yeah. That's the weird energy. Oh, God. Yep. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> the fun music we have now. <laughs> Chris, Godez, and Ryan. Chris, Godez, and Ryan. Chris, Godez, and Ryan. The After Hours Podcast.
Apollo to the rescue. Yep, they saved me when our furnace went out. It was just starting to get cold outside. I'm like, help, what's going on here? What's great is you can have Apollo come out every year and do a furnace tune-up. They'll do it for 59 bucks. That's how I knew there was a problem. And if you do need a new furnace, like I did, you can get one starting as low as 65 bucks a month. And there's nothing better than having that furnace kick on the first time that they've just installed it. Oh, it's the best. Oh, you're like, is it going to work? Oh, it did. Look at that. Sparked up. It looks great. <laughs> that is the place to go when you need all of your home comfort system needs checked out. Or plumbing as well. They take care of plumbing. They fixed two of my sinks. They did. And you know, this time of year, you never know what's going to happen. You got extra wear and tear on your house. You've got a bunch of people coming over for the holidays. Yes. So make sure your home is nice and warm and cozy so you can enjoy time together with your family. Family, go to callapollo.com. That's callapollo.com.